Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Cherie. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Cherie Murphy. And we have a very special guest with us today, Dr. Elizabeth, who's a clinical psychologist uh, who's teamed up with Birdseye for the Full Colour campaign. Now, this is all about getting kids into veg and healthy eating, but making it fun so they don't think it's a when we shout at them eat your greens because they're good for you and it's kind of boring isn't it really absolutely i mean the health benefits of eating a variety of food is well documented and everyone knows that children are hugely reluctant to trying anything that looks like it might be remotely healthy for them and it's about getting parents to really think a bit more broadly about this because vegetables are a very broad category you know they taste different they look different you can do loads of different sort of recipes with them so it's just about getting parents to be a bit more inventive and hopefully that'll encourage their children to eat a variety of different things it's mad, isn't it? Because when they're little and you puree everything, you put a lot of good food into that. Yes. And when you do it yourself, a lot of veggies and things. And then I have a massive issue with my daughter because I spent hours doing everything from scratch. And now she'll push veg around on a plate yes. and make it look like she's, you know, she'll hide it so it looks like yep. she's eating it. And mm. then she wants chocolate. Yeah. And I think, what have I done wrong? Because as a baby, you ate all of that kind of food. Yeah. So what happens if... Well, I mean, you've, you've started off with an excellent point. It is a really good idea to introduce children to a variety of flavours and textures from a really young age. We know that the more children get exposed to things, the more likely they are to become acclimatised to them. But children do go through that phase of wanting to exert control. And it's not just about veg. It's I'm not putting my coat on. It's the kind of me do it stage. You know, I do it, I do it. And they're just constantly kind of resisting you. And through that, you need to kind of fall back on the fact that actually some of these foods are familiar to them because that's going to get you through when they're trying to chase one pea around their plate with a fork. We've all been there. I find um, um, with my kids, like you, I blended everything, but it got to a stage where, you know, my kids were eight and I was still blending everything up into a sauce or something (laughs) just to get them to eat it. But then it became, that doesn't look like tomato sauce because it's green, you know, because it's got broccoli or whatever in it. Um, And then I kind of just thought, do you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to bite the bullet. And, but then I would have those tea times became really stressful for me where I think, well, I'm not making you something different because I've got four kids. It got to the point where I was making different stuff for different kids. And I just thought, no, I'm not doing this anymore. But then you worry as a parent that they're not actually getting enough food inside them or enough good food inside them because they wouldn't sit there and eat it. And I'd make them sit there. Everyone would have cleaned up behind. There'd always be one one child that would still be sat at the table with their food. And you feel guilty. But I kind of tried everything, bribing the lot. And it just becomes stressful. And then I hated cooking then. And I think a lot of parents that have small children that are fussy eaters tea time which should be a lovely time where you're all sat together talking and discussing the day and enjoying a nutritious meal turns into this like horror you know this horror movie of kids screaming and food going everywhere what would your advice be to parents that were like my yeah well i mean everyone can relate to that right because because the motivation for parents is to give their children good food right that's where you're coming from and then you get really worried and then you get stressed 
And then when you're stressed, they're stressed and then nobody's eating. And it's just, you know, it's, it's the exact opposite of what you were aiming for. And actually, the first thing I say to parents is relax, calm down. Children have a, an uncanny knack of acquiring the right amount of calories that they need by hook or by crook. They manage to grow. So, so just kind of calm down and just understand that actually when you're introducing new foods to children, you need to keep representing that a lot of times. They need to touch it and feel it and lick it, smell it, put it on their lip. You know, the, expo- the process of exposure for them to new foods is really prolonged. So slow it down, don't panic, and try and make it a bit fun. I mean, one of the things that we did, we did the First Plates um, Cafe at uh, Birdseye, and one of the things we did was we made rainbow pizzas, and they were these amazing pizzas, really simple, on pita bread bases, and they had about seven different colour toppings on them, and they were delicious. And there wasn't a child in the room that turned their nose up at that pizza because it just it really appealed to them. It was fun, it was colourful, it was interesting. So it's a little bit of work for parents, but actually the payoffs are really worth it. So making it more interesting, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think I'd probably go wrong with that. I love broccoli, so that's kind of my go-to. That's what everyone gets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't do the rainbow. Yeah. So I mean, thinking about it, yeah, I suppose that is boring, isn't it, for, for Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of, we have veg every night, um, which my kids are not always that happy about. But they're a little bit older now, so yeah. they will eat, you know, what we put on their plates now. Um, but I know back in the days, like someone advised me, you know, get the kids involved in making the food. But I suppose when you're a busy mum... And I just think, God, I don't want those little hands over everything in the kitchen. Do you know what I mean? There's no time for this. I need to get them their yes. homework done, bathed, yeah. you know, bathed and in bed yeah. by 7.30. So it is really hard to kind of... It's a nice thought, isn't it? Yes. Maybe at the weekends, yes. try and introduce stuff like that, maybe. You know, well, maybe I've done that more... with Ava. I've done, like, we've done homemade meatballs and things like that. But then still when it comes to... And she'll roll it all and everything. Mm. Still when it comes to sitting down. But she just doesn't eat a lot. Yes. Me- yes. Do you know, she's not a big... I'm a big foodie. She's more like my husband. She just picks at little plates. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know whether that's got something to do with it. Yeah, maybe. But you're right. If you are busy, it can be really hard to take the time to cook mm. with them every night and yeah. get them involved in that and I think sometimes as parents we set ourselves really tough standards something you'd never hold anybody else to you know during the week it's busy you've got the school work to do I mean let's be pragmatic right you know Mm. let's let's get food inside children and routines followed and that's that's good enough Mm. and absolutely we could all you know if we all took a took a moment to reflect we could all improve our diet we could all improve our exercise we've always got places that we can develop into but actually it's about are you generally heading in the right direction you know giving it your kind of best shot on a day-by-day basis that's probably good enough right mm. yes we have to remind ourselves of that I think don't we because yeah. we don't do that enough yeah. I don't yeah. think you know when you're in the moment you, we just blame ourselves yeah. and think we're doing something wrong there's a mum that um <clears throat> from the playground where Ava Lily goes and um at the school sorry and we went to um the, a, a playground after school in the summer before uh uh, the night started drawing in and I took her and this mum was in the playground and I thought oh my god I can never she's the one I always try and avoid in the school gates you know and I've got Heath like going mad and Ava Lily on the swing and she's there with this like Tupperware and she gets out she's got three and she's like I've got carrots I've got tomatoes I've got cucumbers who's coming and Ava yes. Lily's on the swing she, what have I got to eat? I said, nothing. We don't eat in between meals. <laughs> because I was so ashamed. And then for about a week, she was like, why don't you ever do things like that? And I was furious because I thought, if I do that at home, you don't even eat it. It's just a lot of And then, Yeah. So she, and you feel shown up, don't you think? Well, it would be you. 
that have the healthy snacks. Whereas <laughs> I'd be the one with chocolate in my pocket. There you go. Have that. Shut up. <laughs> Just keep quiet. I think sometimes, you know, uh, as parents, we always sort of think, oh, it's um, it's too hard to prepare snacks like that. But actually, it's like the easiest thing ever, isn't it? Mm. It's just about being organised, yes, I suppose. thinking about it. You yeah. know, and, uh, and which I do now that mine are all kind of grown up. <laughs> and I, I do think a bit more about it and yeah. what you prepare for the snacks and stuff like that. Um, but with the... With bird's eye, so this campaign, is it mainly about the vegetables and getting vegetables onto kids' plates? It's about variety. Variety. It's about about encouraging parents to be a bit more creative. So there's some really good recipes on the website, and I do mean, I mean simple. You know, I'm no chef. If I can rustle it up, pretty much most people can. It's the stuff that's suitable for small fingers, you know, in a helpful way, not in that way that kind of makes you gag and think, I can't eat that now, because it's been bored to death by number five. (laughs) You know, kind of stuff that you can really do that is not going to send you completely completely demented before bedtime um and it's just about you know they birds like are really passionate about getting people eating more veg and there is a huge variety of veg i mean there's a vast difference between a sweet potato which actually most children can tolerate quite well and something really better like curly kale you know do you see what i mean mm. there's like mm. and actually we've got to stop going vegetables and lumping it all into one category yeah because actually children's palates are really different i mean we all know that kid who's got that mum that feeds them olives and hummus in the park you know yeah. we've all kind of been there <laughs> yeah. i mean you know just think when do they get these children you know mine, mine were weaned on a diet of um you know dairy milk buttons you know that's, yeah. <laughs> that's the level of their palate sophistication um but actually it, it's it's a kind of you know it's slowly done it's kind of gradual and it's just about as a family trying to sort of increase the range instead of going to your go-to you know we have broccoli because we always have broccoli yeah actually kind of introducing new ideas and birds i make it really easy there's these steamed pouches there's all kind of things you know it is about making it really work because they know what busy families and busy parents are like and that's what i really like about it because you can just as easily go into the freezer and get you know a mixed veg pouch and actually you put three colors on the plate then and actually that took as much effort as making broccoli and that's what i really like about it it's just really accessible in our freezer, I have to say, um, there's always peas, mm, ice cream, and fish fingers. Yes, <laughs> we have that. Bird's eye fish fingers are the best. Yeah, a a bird's eye fish finger sandwich, you can't get any better than that. But that, that is our go-to. Like, yes. I, I love cooking, so I do, you know, my husband loves cooking. So our kids are very, well, they probably don't see it as being very lucky when we're rustling up some gourmet meal. But um, things like bird's eye fish fingers are that type of tea that the kids if I say to them I've been busy all day not had time to cook yeah you've got a fish fingers chips and beans tonight and it's like they would punch the air and go yes yeah. this is that's a treat like, that's like a, a treat tea. that's a treat tea. yeah but it's not a bad tea no, you know I and I think that. as parents we shouldn't beat ourselves up for not always mm. providing these you know you can't I've done meals. homemade fish fingers before oh my goodness I know I did it a few weeks ago didn't I I did. Uh, he's nodding at me. I did Tanya Ramsey's homemade fish fingers, oh, I love homemade her book. tartar sauce. Oh my goodness! I was so proud of myself. Yeah. I was the only one that ate them. Oh. <laughs> were they vile, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> they weren't, were they? <laughs> Ava Lily was like, she picked it out the book. I was trying to, you know, you pick some recipes for me. I'll make this. I'll make that. After you. She just don't don't like them. He didn't like them, so I had them two days in a row. <laughs> 
because I made enough, yeah. you know. And I was mortified. And I thought, you know what? No. And so, yeah, I get them out of the freezer and I don't feel bad because I know that they will I eat think, them. And I think what you did you was know. you messed with perfection. Yeah. That was the problem. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Don't, don't do you it. Know. Don't true. worry about well, making your own is, breadcrumbs and it all is that. It's disheartening Bother. when you do cook a full meal oh, and, disgusting. you know, everyone turns their noses up. Yes. And it does put you off. You sort of think, well, I'm not going to bloody do this again. Yeah. Yes. And it is awful. But, you know, obviously, as parents, we have to cook for our yeah. children or make them something. But it is nice to know that there are nutritious, you know, frozen things that you can eat. Mm. Yeah. You obviously specialise in this, yes. but you do hear about um, children and who grow up into adulthood who have like aversions to certain food, don't they? And things yes. not touching on a plate and yes. certain colours. Yes. Is that quite a common thing? Well, you know, and, and how does that happen? Yeah, I mean, I think it might be more common than we kind of realise. I mean, I suppose I hear about it in my work because I work with sort of children and young people. I, I think parents really worry that that's what's going to happen. So if you've got a really fussy, picky eater, small child that can chase one meatball round a plate, then you think that that's never, you know, they're going to grow up and they're never going to eat properly. In reality, the vast majority of people grow up to eat a, a wide enough variety of things that they're going to grow and be healthy but absolutely we shouldn't kind of diminish that for some children and adults food is really anxiety provoking yeah. so it's kind of striking that balance between wanting to be encouraging and actually not really terrifying them yes it's, I mean it's funny isn't it because I'm I'll have a plate full of food and just like, have another plate full of food. I'm terrible, but Ava Lily, like, she doesn't like, my daughter yeah. doesn't like a big plate. Yeah. She doesn't like things loaded. She likes to do it herself. And she's very specific about that. And, and I think if you loaded a plate, she, she wouldn't touch yes. it. It would yeah. make her feel almost poorly I, I don't know yeah. I mean a lot of people are like that mm. though aren't they that if it looks ugly yeah. or over and, and parents ask me a lot when should I be concerned okay you know how much pickiness is normal pickiness it's how, worrying yes absolutely and, and one thing I'm always really aware of is that children will do amazing things when not in the presence of their parents <laughs> so they'll eat a whole school dinner or they'll oh, go to yeah, nursery absolutely. or they'll go around to so and so's house for a play date and eat things that they yeah. wouldn't touch I get asked off. if I'll go to the chef at school will you go and ask them um, the recipe for their macaroni cheese <laughs> I think no I will not if you don't like what I cook at home it makes me really mad she loves their food yes. you know and it so. is true yeah I've had some of my kids have been back to you know certain friends houses yes. for tea and they've oh they had salmon tonight I'm like what salmon are you joking they wouldn't dare eat that in my house you <laughs> yes. know obviously now they're older they would but yeah it's shocking and you're right as soon as I think kids do play us don't they yes we yeah. worry every- probably too much yes and they're they're all right, really, I guess. <laughs> yes. What about vegetarian children? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And how that works, because some kids don't like the texture of meat. It's mm. quite... Yes. So, I mean, I suppose that the kind of issue about being a vegetarian either comes from that's, that's your family, that's in your family, everyone's a vegetarian and that's how you're raised, or there are groups of children, and I increasingly meet these children who for themselves make the decision to be vegetarian, even if no one else in the family is. And you sort of meet the mum who says, I thought they were going to grow out of it and I gave them baked beans for eight days in a row, but eventually they weren't going to crack. So we had to just, you know, make the decision <laughs> and cook them something vegetarian. And I think you're right, children now are more empowered, they're more politically informed, they, there's so much information at their fingertips and many children do say I don't want to eat meat and that's and that's my choice I think that's really sensible as long as they're not now going to eat jacket potatoes every single day for the rest of their yeah. life how uh, do you create that oh, you know especially yeah. if they're under 10 and they're yeah. saying to you I'm not eating meat yes, I don't like I've it met, I don't want to those I love pigs or whatever and I'm yes. not going to have bacon I don't want it then how do you ensure that they do have a healthy diet yes. and you mix it up so it isn't just jacket potato or beans yeah. on toast yes and that's the that's the conversation to have with them actually that that you know 
if you're going to choose not to have this part in your diet, actually, what's that going to be replaced with? And it's, it's really important to kind of start to talk about nutrition at that point because children are growing and they do need calories. They need the full range of nutrients. So actually, what... What nutrients did those products give that we're now not going to access? How else are we going to get that? How are we going to get protein? How are we going to get iron? All of these kind of things. And actually, you know your child. If you think they would eat a wide enough range of foods whilst not eating meat, then actually, probably, it is worth giving that a try and seeing how they get on. There's a lot of chefs into it now. Jamie Oliver, who was always such a big advocate of meat, you know, has now got a vegetarian book out. Mm. And I think the medicinal chef does a lot of veggie dishes anyway and always has done, which are really nice. Um, but I think so you, you're right, the children are so much more um, educated because, you know, they have the world at their fingertips, you know, with they can, my kids are always on YouTube, they watch, they love cooking programmes, and there's like certain videos on YouTube, like kids' YouTube, where kids are cooking so they yeah. can watch them. Yeah. So I think they are, and I think if a child... Someone's clapping away there. <laughs> Not at us. <laughs> the next room. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I know... I, I, and I actually often think sometimes, because my youngest, Dolly, is very fussy when it comes to meat. Mm. But I wouldn't force it on her. Mm. So say, like, she doesn't mind chicken, but if we do a roast beef, she flatly refuses to mm. eat it. Um, but then she'll eat hamburger. So I'm trying to explain to her, you know... It's the same it's thing. It's the same thing, yeah. but it's a different texture or whatever. Yeah. But if she did turn around and say I don't want to eat meat anymore I'd have to support that because for whatever reason even though she's yes. very young yes. I think because they are so much more knowledgeable about certain things yes. that you would have to support wouldn't you yeah and that's quite a conscious decision mm. at that age you know and, and children sort of you know one of the things about being a parent is that you're sort of exposed to every fad or kind of phase or craze that kind of comes past you know the playground cards and I want to learn the violin and I've learned that for two weeks and now I'm done you know all of these things you know I'd like to join t- anything that involves a kit usually expensive yeah yeah Yeah, lots of accessories Um, I'm over that now so and so doesn't come anymore you know all of that kind of stuff so as a parent you're constantly going is this the kind of next fad that we're going to live through but actually you're right you know children do know their own mind and if and if they're saying actually on a day day by day basis this is what I want I think it's helpful to give it a try Mm. you know and, and actually let them let them have some responsibility for that choice. Okay, well, let's look up some, you know, vegetarian recipes. Let's try some of these things. How do you feel about chickpeas? You know, yeah. yeah. Let's get it going. Soon put them off, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> there is that thing, though, isn't there, that you're told, and I think it's still so real, or oh, if you don't eat meat, you're going to lose loads of, you won't get this and you won't get that. Yeah. And when I was pregnant with my daughter, I just went veggie. I just couldn't face meat at all. I couldn't bear it. And the midwife kept saying, you're going to have terrible anemia. Mm. You know, you mu- you are. I'm so worried. And I, I, I had loads of spinach and stuff. I was absolutely fine. With my son, I ate meat, because that's all I, I fancied with him was, like, <laughs> sausages and things like that. And I was really anemic and had to have yeah. tablets the whole way through really yeah so I wonder whether sometimes we're just told this but actually like we we hear a lot about plant-based food whether it is not that hard to get all Mm. the vitamins that you need without having meat anyway I don't know yeah but and and it is really important you know what we know is that the more diversity the more opportunity there Mm. is for children to get the kind of full range of things that they need and children are creatures of habit right they'll go back to what they know they go back to what they like you know every every parent in the world kind of gets panic-stricken when they change the flavor of a well-known brand no 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 (laughs) it's true you don't need that brand (laughs) don't tweak the recipe it's not new or improved yeah. Stick with the old one. 
we're going to lose that sleep is nice over this so yes and and children are very because actually if you think about their world they're exposed to a lot you know they're learning and they're developing all of the time actually they want a bit of stability in some domains and often for children food is that source of stability and we all know that feeling of i love my mum's roast dinner i love the way my mum does spaghetti bolognese there's such there's such familiarity with things that we're comfortable with and so for some children that's just a really safe place to go yeah i just have so many lovely memories of my nan's cooking and it was Mm. all she doesn't really cook anymore she's 87 and she can't but all the homemade everything from scratch really fattening but lovely stuff but I always worry my kids will never have that with me because I don't think I've ever heard if I say (laughs) I really love mums she loves dad's Sunday roast chicken Sunday roast but that's it really so I think oh yeah but I'm sure she loves lots of other things that you do with her yeah but not maybe not my cooking no maybe not (laughs) (laughs) damn (laughs) Um, so there's lots of recipes on the the website and are you doing is birds eye are doing sort of the workshops across your yes so we had the the first plate cafe opening in london and that's when the kids got to come along and try loads of different well loads of different recipes where veg was included but not disguised so we had a lovely bolognese recipe where yes you know you can blend things up into a sort of you know tiny tiny level so you can barely detect it but actually it was veg and it was visible and it was because actually sometimes that's really important because you were saying you know if you always blend it if you always have the hidden veg they're never going to know how do you graduate onto the non-hidden veg it all has to come out doesn't it yes so so actually it's, it's about kind of being transparent about it making it really obvious but getting them to have a go and actually once all of the children were tucking in it really motivated even the more kind of nervous children to have a go actually it was fantastic oh that's great brilliant yeah. well, thank you so much for joining us yes thank you very much and um i'm going to give it a go i think yes. i'll have a look at some of the recipes and i need to make more of a rainbow palette with my veg i've got that in my head now <laughs> a bit more creative than just the broccoli yes <laughs>